Welcome to the build-up on Balls.ie in association with Labrooks. Please bet responsibly. Visit dunlui.net for further information. You're very welcome to the build-up here on Balls.ie, our weekly show in association with Labrooks where we get you hyped up for the sporting weekend ahead. We've already had a show this week. We looked ahead to the Masters with Mike Bailey, um, US golf journalist. He gave us all his tips. We'll have rugby later on. It's a mad week. And we have to, of course, have our regular guest, Kevin Doyle, on this week because there's just a small matter of three Ireland games to pop into everything else that's going on in the sporting world this week. Kevin, great. Uh, good of you to join us. How are you? Good, Mike. You should have had me on for the Masters. My golf tipping expert. But I can't quite hear you there, Kevin. I'm not sure if that's uh, if that's coming across for everybody else or not. Um, Have you got me now? No. Yes. No. <laughs> no. Can't quite hear Kevin, unfortunately. Um, look, just in case anybody else could hear you, Kevin, I'll rock on and hear I'll you, trust you. that our producer will take us down if uh, if if it's the case that they can't hear you. Just wanted to quickly ask you, and this might be pointless, uh, <laughs> about um, the Ireland games coming up. Obviously, we've got England tomorrow night. We've got uh, the Nations League games against Wales and Bulgaria to come. But before we get to all three of the games, we've had all these games with Kenny now. There's been a, a li- not much of a gap between international windows. And the results haven't been there. But some would argue that the performances have been. How, are you... Do you see a progress there? And how quickly does that have to turn into real results before the patience wears out, I suppose? It has to turn into real results for the qualifiers, World Cup qualifiers next. Is it March or April they start? Um, you know, before then, he can experiment away. He can get his ideas across. He can, can pretty much do what he wants. You know, we need to have patience with him. You know, we're never happy. We always, you know... Uh, I find we're, you know, Ireland fans, we're, we're always quite divided between our loyalty to ex-managers and looking back into history and how we played and some of the goals we might have scored. Iconic moments in Irish football and the willingness then to change and, and let that happen and, you know, one or two bad results and it's, you know, well, we scored, you know, uh, you know, look at Robbie Keane's goal v Germany in the 2002 World Cup or look at Niall Quinn's goal back in 1990, you know, we were direct and, you know, that didn't affect us back then, but you know, we just need to have patience with Stephen. Um, I'm not saying he's going to work out. It mightn't, mightn't be the case. You know, he mightn't be, he mightn't be able for the job, but we have to give him time to get his point across. I think looking at those games, you know, forget the results, looking at how we played, looking at what people would have wanted beforehand regarding our style of play and people have been getting, you know, tired of watching us, I suppose, being so behind even run of the mill times regarding possession and passing the ball, you know, results maybe not, but just modern, I suppose, style of football that people are used to watching week in, week out. We, we couldn't seem to produce that. Um, and we need to give Stephen time. It's, it's the holy grail of keeping our passion, our aggression, you know, what makes Irish football different, our international team, the willingness of players to turn up and, and really put in a, you know, I would say a bigger effort than, you know, nearly any other national team regarding running and, you know, all that side of the game, um, our, our willingness to, to to play for our country, our excitedness to come across back to Ireland from wherever we are to, to play for our national team, but also keeping the measured, or bringing in this new measured approach, passing, calm, patience on the ball, and, and marrying those two together is not an easy thing to do. Um, and that's, you know, if we can if we can get that right, because I do think we, we have a, 
a difference, a trump card, I suppose, or whatever you want to use uh, in, in our our aggression, our fight, our, our wanting to play for a national team that, that, in my opinion, is better than, than most other countries out there would be able to marry that with, with, you know, a more modern style of football. Difficult thing to do. Um, you know, I, Stephen is is a man in charge and the man tasked with doing that. And I believe he can do it, but where, you know, proof will be in the pudding. But I don't, I would not judge. Long story short, I would not judge him on those three or four games. I would give him qualifiers, the proper mm. qualifiers, not Nations League, Nations League or, you know, glorified friendlies, in my opinion. Um, I'm not a fan of that tournament. So, um, I would I would uh, give him to the, the qualifiers for the Qatari World Cup and see how it goes. Let it play out. Give time and patience. Just, you know, I'm ranting on here. But going on, I, I remember I played with a good few Wales players who, who would have played under Gary Speed and they had a similar start um, under him. You know, uh, people weren't, were, were questioning his way of playing and how he was changing the Wales team. And the players used to come back, I remember, to a few lads at Wolves we had. Um, and rave about him and loved him and, and you know were very positive about how they were turning things around it might not have been shown on the pitch to begin with I think it took him maybe a year before he got things right but you know it's a long time since then but it looks like we're trying to do something similar and patience would be the, the word I'd use yeah it's funny My, uh, Michael O'Neill at uh, Northern Ireland very similar story as well so maybe there is a bit of a trend there You'll be glad to know I can hear you again, Kevin. Uh, things yep. are so, somewhat back to normal. And we'll comment straight in, uh, which actually leads on to my next question from Stephen Ben saying, come back, Doyler, we need goals. Uh, mm-hmm. Not sure not sure if you're uh, if you're ready for that. But, you know, it does actually beg the question that, you know, one of the things that has happened in the, between international windows that an awful lot of the Irish players have lost their place or not quite, get, not quite getting the game time that they did in the early part of the season, you know, look at like Ross Barkley's replaced Conor Harrahan at Villa. He hasn't had a minute since the last Irish game. Um, there's others as well. Aaron Connolly's fallen down the pecking order a little bit at, at, at Brighton. There's others throughout the team. You know, um, Malumpy isn't getting Malumpy isn't getting the game with, with Brighton either. Um, is that any kind of a concern? We do obviously have the friendly tomorrow night, even though it is against England, uh, to maybe give these guys some kind of game time. What would you go? Would you look for a sort of a, you know, um, uh, I suppose an experimental team to try out a few players or would you try and get your first team lads a bit of game time ahead of Wales I would go with you know the lads you sort of more chance of, of playing as we go forward um, you know you might know who that is to be honest with you um, I can change sure. now and, and I suppose the big games in, in March and April um, even our goalkeeper situation you know Darren Randolph isn't playing he's a fantastic goalkeeper but goalkeepers aren't playing either which would have been a position you know we would never had to worry about regarding our goalkeeper starting we always had a world-class goalkeeper so um it's a change in times um you know center forward something like scoring goals we could do a few you know just going more regularly and, and confidence coming into our squad over the past and then you know when i would have been involved with we'd always have a player or two who you'd who mightn't have been playing but if, if nine or ten of the, the starting 11 are playing um regularly you can that player can can be brought along with that and um, but when you have a you know more than more than a couple um definitely gonna you know be a problem for for steven going forward um you just hope that changes as the season goes on um we have plenty of players playing the top division now which was a problem in the last year too jeff Hendrick is another one when you know we were speaking before the games last month he was sort of started well at newcastle mm. and, um you know, have been impressive and now there's maybe some question marks over Jeff and um, there, Shane Duffy, another one, you know, didn't play for Celtic at the weekend, you know, 
you would say our main, you know, maybe our main player over the last two years, really big player for us, important goals, massive defensive, um, you know, performances put in from him and for him to have had such a tough time at Celtic, it, you know, again, there's just a number of players you've mentioned and I've mentioned some now, which is, which is more than, more than we would have had in the past, which, you know, can't be easy for the manager to try, you know, fight a lot of fires there, try to get everyone, have a word with everyone, give everyone a bit of form, try to get, Try to get everyone feeling confident about themselves. Um, it's it's a tough task, but um, you know, one he has to deal with. Yeah, England uh, tomorrow night, right? So it's a unique fixture in its own way. We don't play them that often anymore, and you know, I suppose the headlines have been a little bit obviously about Declan Rice and even Jack Grealish to a lesser extent, but I suppose particularly Rice, you know, we've talked about him before um, on the show and we don't need to get too much into it, but what, I'm just curious as a dressing room, as uh, somebody, you know, used to uh, Irish dressing rooms, club dressing rooms, the players are going to say a certain thing publicly, you know, maybe, oh, maybe it never should have happened, but, you know, Declan is, you know, he made his own decision. It was, he was born in England and it was his own decision. Will there be, especially for lads that played with them, which is a good few, what will they be saying more privately? Obviously, it's only conjecture. There's no confidence is broken or anything like that. What what would you imagine they're saying privately? Uh, they will be saying, listen, go out and smash Declan Rice. Um, <laughs> you're right. There's never been a player given an honest interview <laughs> in the history of football. Uh, you try to be as diplomatic as possible. Um I would listen. Of course, you want to. You want to beat them. You want to go out there. Most of these lads would. A lot of these lads would have played with them. You want to go out. It's in human nature. It's natural. You want to go out and say, "Listen, you, you know, it, you shouldn't have left us. Well, you know, we're just as good as you, or whatever." And let them know what we're about. Um, I don't think I've just been reading a few interviews with the players. I don't know. It, you know, a lot of this, you know, squad. I think born maybe nineteen nineteen onwards. Um, you know, it's a new era and, and it's not as big a game for a lot of these players as it would have been for my generation and for the generation before that. Playing England at Wembley was, it would have been a big thing. I, I actually never, I don't think I played against England in my career with Ireland, but um, if I had been, I'd have been, you know, very, um, I suppose, up for excited about just listening to the interviews. These players, it just seems to be another game for them and I suppose they're right. You know, it is just another game for them. They don't feel, seem to have the same uh, passionate, um, response to questions that maybe we would have had playing England in, in, in years gone by. And they didn't see Ray Hilton's goal of the England in 88 or Kevin Cheedy's goal in 1990. This is just a new generation. They, they wouldn't have known about, you know, Lansdowne Road in 1995 and things like that. So um, you can understand, I suppose, why they feel differently about it. Um, and, you know, the amount of times we've played England, we've always played really well. We've always managed to win a good performance. Just thinking when we played them last time, when they, Shane Long scored. Yeah. We played very well that day, um, but again, those players would have, you know, really, really been up for that game. I don't know if this bunch of players will treat it the same way. They'll be up for it because they're playing for Ireland, but I don't think it will be that we're playing England. Let's go out and, you know, Jack Grealish and Declan Rice. Let's go out and smash these and blah, blah, blah. I don't think, I think it'll be a different, you know, uh, maybe a different build-up atmosphere in the changing room. Mm. Maybe more professional than we were about it. I don't know. Um, you know, but uh, maybe something missing. It'll be something missing from that fixture. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you know, I'm reading too much into what they're saying. But you know, just from what I've seen yeah. in interviews, anyway, it doesn't seem to be that big a deal. You still have the Robbie Brady's there and people like that who, I suppose, would mean an awful lot to them. Um, but playing at Wembley wasn't the Wembley. We we had a game called Wembley. I don't know if you, you yeah. didn't. Well, that was everything. I just wanted to use with the lads. They never heard of that game before. So um, Wembley to them is not not of. Uh, 
big interest either. You can actually check on, uh, if you do a bit of a search for Wembley and Balls.e, you'll find a massive debate that we did a few years ago as to whether it was called Wembley or World Cup or whatever the various sort of variations are. Uh, very, We get to the important matters on Balls.e. <laughs> um, Kevin, no, it was more in Wexford now that I think about it. You go to Southeast. Definitely, yeah. All different uh, variations across the country. Ireland nine to one um, on Labrooks for this game. It's a big price, uh, fifteen to four to draw as well. You know, England obviously heavy favourites. Um, I don't know. Can you see us getting a result? Obviously, you were saying that they, they we have tended to raise our game yeah. against England in all generations up until now. Yeah, and then I'll just give reasons why this this squad might. Uh, I can, uh, you know, listen. I, I think those odds are probably about right. To be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, um, I would just like to see us, you know, as much as this and we're wanting everything as we just spoke earlier. I'd like, you know, win, lose, draw, whatever. I'd like to see us still try to maintain that football, but also with a bit more aggression and um, urgency than maybe we showed in the previous few games. You know, I thought we looked good and we passed the ball well, um, but I think we can do a close down as well. I think we close down well, but I just think we could do everything. You know, with another gear, everything with a bit more urgency. You know, we were trying to change the style of play and what we, you know, keep some of the things we were good at. Don't go too far away. You know, for us to be, you know, if we go out and play and pass and do what Germany and Spain do exactly to what they do, they're going to mm. beat us. We need to have our own little thing. You know, we need to show more aggression, show more enthusiasm, more energy, along with some good football. Um, you know, and still the odd time, you know, surprise, you know, our, our most famous goal in recent years was Shane Long's against Germany because Germany can't handle a punt down the field from Darren Randolph over the top. Yeah. This goal in the world, you know, I'm not saying we go punt the ball. I love the way we're trying to throw it out and pass out from the back all the time. But once a half or twice a half, keep international teams thinking Ireland, you know, you know, they can hit us in a few different ways. No international team likes what? that sort of ball they hate playing against Ireland if you're doing it for 90 minutes it's a disaster and it's not good to watch and they're used to it and they can deal with it but just keep that as an option every now and again a strength of ours over the years some of our best goals would have been from something like that while still playing good football and it's like as I said the holy grail and we want everything um, but it's just a, it's a weapon of ours that other teams don't have so um, yeah that, I'd like to see that just an enthusiastic energetic performance with good football yeah a bit of variation. So that's, uh, we've got England, obviously, that's the friendly. I suppose, as you said, the Nations League is what it is. They're all basically about rankings and, and yeah. seedings for uh, the World Cup draw, which is going to be made um, pretty soon after these games. And, you know, Wales, with their the issues that they have, with their manager and everything like that, and Bulgaria are probably both beatable. And, you know, not because they're, competitive versus friendlies but they're the games that we really should be targeting even more so than than England this weekend um again you talked earlier about you know performances at this stage mattering more than results but it would be nice for us to go and get kind of six points from these games and really hit the ground running when it comes to the World Cup then yeah the confidence nice for us nice for the squad nice for the manager because if we don't and we don't score goals it's just going to be the complete repeat question repeat question how are we going to score you know we don't have the strikers we don't have this we don't have the other so just for them you know for their sanity for the manager's sanity for belief in what he's doing a win is really important it's not the be all and end all regarding us going forward but it makes their life a lot easier it makes our life a lot easier hopefully i know this england game as well regarding our ranking listen you want to be a mathematician to know but from what I read, it's an important game for us. Mm. Um, 
you know, where we're seated, World Cup qualifiers, our chances going forward in the future. So um, it's a tough game to have brought forward if, if rankings are, are so important. But, um, you know, it's still, it's a big game for us. And yeah, Bulgaria and that, that's, you know, they were you know, terrible the last couple of years, watch whenever we played them. So um, it's a great opportunity for Stephen to get going, um, really, you know, quieting people down on the question in front. It's a tough job for him. It's his biggest job. Every game he plays is the biggest game he's ever managed. He's England, it's the biggest game Stephen Kenny would have managed in his career. Um, or one of the biggest, um, the playoff game, I suppose, would have been bigger a few weeks ago. But everything is a, it's still a learning experience for him. The pressure he's under, the interviews, the, the media attention, all that, he's... We sometimes forget he is his first time doing that as well and you know it'd be so important for him i suppose to get a win and get that you know I suppose a little bit of pressure off him as well great um well look hopefully it happens and uh when we're talking next week we'll kind of be a little bit i suppose not not that we're not more positive but i suppose something something to back it up with i suppose in, in terms of a couple of results before we go uh we have a couple of games to get there we're going to do ladbrooks one two three briefly it's games from the weekend so all these teams will have played in the meantime including ireland and england but thursday night also tomorrow night is uh the playoffs that we're not in the second round we could have been in windsor park instead slovakia are going to be there do you fancy the north to do it it's very close on ladbrooks 17 to 10 for northern ireland to, to win yeah. 19 to 10 for slovakia yeah, I do. Um, in Windsor Park, is, uh, I think that's, that's the difference between the two of them. I go for Northern Ireland. Slovakia weren't great against us, were no. they? They didn't show a whole lot. So, yeah, Northern Ireland, Windsor Park, I, you know, not a great day for it, is it? It's, <laughs> it's uh, sort of Irish weather. And, um, yeah, I definitely fancy Northern Ireland. I think that's a, that's a good bet. Good stuff. Okay. And uh, yeah, Serbia are also playing Scotland. There's two other qualifiers. So actually, people have competitive games uh, to actually get to Euro 2020 in 2021 tomorrow. Um, but we're unfortunately not there. One, two, three then. for the, These are games from the weekend. Slovakia and Scotland. Uh, one, none or both of them could be in the Euros by then, by the time they play. But it'll be in the Nations League. How do you see this one go? Oh, it's hard to know, you know, what everything from the weekend, what they're going to be playing. Um, I'd go for a draw in, yeah, for a one-all draw. I've gone for one-all as well there. I think when in doubt in international football, <laughs> one-all. <laughs> Speaking of one-alls, it's what I've gone for as well between uh, Wales and Ireland, uh, which is, I think, less pe- less optimistic than I probably should be. Yeah, I'm going to go for an Ireland win here. Um, Good stuff. Yeah, you know, um, I got... Well, I don't know which game it was when we were doing these a few weeks ago, and I, I, I put Ireland down for scoring two goals, and uh, <laughs> bit of fight for it. Uh, trying to be positive about my own country, but uh, <laughs> for a, a one nil Ireland win. One nil to Ireland. Okay, I love it, and that'll uh, that'll set us up nicely. Uh, then Belgium versus England, which is a cracking game. Uh, now, hopefully, Eng- England will probably you know use all their best players and uh, you know waste all their energy on tomorrow night's game against Ireland. You know the big one for them, but then they have to go to go to Belgium, uh, which is not an easy game. Um, I don't know. I, I I fancy Belgium in this one. Yeah, um, not an easy. It's again, who plays? Yeah. Um... What teams to put in Belgium? Yeah, I, I think you're probably right. I go for two-one Belgium win in that one. Again, it's so hard to, to call when you don't know what teams are going to be put out and what they're trying. But um, yeah, two, it's a it's a good game. Two-one. Yeah. Well, bring Kevin. There's loads of football to be watching over the next uh, week or so. Anyway, three Ireland games and uh, various other uh, international games. Enjoy the football. Thanks a million for joining us. Um, if you're having a bet of any kind uh, this week, please do gamble responsibly and visit dunlouis.net for more information. We'll be back with more build up uh, later on today. Actually, we're going to talk to Stephen Ferris about the Ireland Wales game 
uh, the other Ireland Wales game in the rugby on Friday night. Um, so join us for that around three o'clock or so. And um, once again, thanks a million to Kevin and thanks for watching.